0: Welcome to the Inside Music Cast Correspondent Profile. As Inside Music Cast continues to grow worldwide, a large part of our success is due to the hard work and dedication of our correspondents who assist us in so many ways, such as promotion and marketing, lining up guests, Creating new content for our website and Facebook page. But most importantly, our correspondents have a deep appreciation and knowledge for music and the musicians themselves. And today we're chatting with correspondent Kim Riley. Hey, Kim, thanks for joining us.
1: And thank you for having me. Yeah.
0: You know, you, you've been uh, totally into the arts, especially music, since you were, you know, pretty young. And you're singing, dancing, a lot of music. And I guess you were sort of destined to be in the music business, right?
1: <laughs> I honestly think that the music, I was born with it. It was in my blood from day one. I yeah. believe that because I was was very young when i started you know the whole music scene with the piano and singing and dancing and i got into all the music at a very early age so yeah i think it's blood related
0: yeah for and, me yeah and and you know i know i've i've known you for a while and, and i know that you're sort of you always like to tell me that you're stuck in the 70s <laughs>
1: I'm stuck somewhere between 68 and 75, maybe 76, <laughs> that's absolutely.
2: A nice, that's a nice spot to be stuck in, though, if you think about it. It about is,
1: it. <laughs> it
2: is. You know, Kim, you know, all of us pretty much, even the correspondents and me and Rick have have always sort of dabbled in music, whether it's just uh, the industry, knowledge, or whatever, but I think we've even uh, picked up an instrument and dabbled in it. Uh, I've done keyboards, Rick's done percussion or whatever, and we're not probably professionals, but, everybody, but we can understand the importance of playing uh, what have you dabbled in
1: um well i actually started the piano or mm-hmm. i was forced to start the piano at age like almost four <laughs> and um i didn't really want to play but then as i got into it i realized that it was something i really did like yeah. and um i've been playing you know piano and keyboards pretty much all my life synthesizers things like that yeah. um since then i never i never stopped um, and I, I did take lessons and play the alto sax for a couple of years, and that really? was something that I really, really enjoyed. Um, but that was kind of short-lived. Um, it, it takes a certain kind of a person and an instrumentalist to be able to blow a horn, I'll tell you that. It does. But Yeah, and you know, in, in, a, in a way that's going to get you somewhere with it. But it was fun. I enjoyed doing it. So yeah, I've, I've done everything um, from piano, keyboard, synthesizers, saxophones, um, and that's about it. A little bit of guitar work, a little bit of acoustic guitar.
0: Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about what you do currently. I, I mean, I know you're you, uh, you're the creator of Seaside Music Management, and uh, and you know, and you work with managing acts and bands, and you even work and with a company that does sound reinforcement. And so, how did you get into this side of the music business?
1: Well, I decided that um, I wanted to view all the aspects of the industry, not just be confined to one specific group or band or instrument, and I just wanted to go, you know, uh, work with the whole industry, being able to do everything from production to working with bands to going and touring to, you know, meeting different uh, artists, different genres of music and things like that. I just wanted to expand the horizon of the industry instead of being confined, so I decided to take it to another level and and create a management company that allowed me to do, you know, everything the industry, and as far as the uh, production end, I, I partnered with a you know with a production, and um, it's a Pro Touring production company. So we have a blast doing that, and that's got a uh, world class Pro Touring sound reinforcement system with you know backline cartage and staging, and mm-hmm. accommodates most any acts or any venues. So that's a lot of fun. All state of the art JBL system with all new digital consoles and things like that. So that took it to another level for me as well. Um, and you know the the management side is basically just working with the artists and collaborating promotions and touring and you know working individually working with bands and kind of doing whatever's needed it's just for me it's what I enjoy the most so
2: yeah. hey Kim yeah. re- regarding the management side what how how is the management i mean you've you've been this for a while how does promotion of an artist a band? How much more difficult is it now and today as opposed to 20 years ago or 15 years ago? What's changed?
1: Well, that I don't know because I wasn't doing this 20, you know, 15 or 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. But um, I can tell you probably um, they leaned more. Management is such a wide variety of, um, you know, there's so many different aspects of management mm-hmm. somebody could want you to just put them on the stage and get them on a tour and then somebody else wants you to be a personal management and wipe the sweat off their forehead right. so it depends on you know it depends on the exactly what that specific artist is looking for I do think that back maybe 15 or 20 years ago there was more groups yeah. of management companies they were large companies and they took on every angle for that person and I think maybe that's the difference where nowadays um, a lot of the artists just wants one person to do their business side one person to be their personal management Management, One person to be their business manager, you know, kind of like that. So I think that that might be the difference nowadays. Yeah.
2: And now you throw in the whole management of uh, website and Facebook management, and we can imagine how many people are, are hired to do that for artists these days, right?
1: Well, that has definitely changed the industry, mm-hmm. Facebook and uh, MySpace, as well as, you know, the artist, unfortunately for a lot of the artists, they're getting, you know, shafted as far as the CDs. I can't tell you how many record stores have closed because people go online and buy the music or 99 cent downloads or it's being sold online. All the stores are closed. So I don't think that CDs are really um, such a big part of the industry anymore. It's all on it's all on touring and merchandising where mm-hmm. these artists make their money.
0: And yeah. you're actually being too generous to the, to the public saying that they're actually buying the music well, <laughs> because there's a lot of that's, you
1: know. I'm trying to be kind. <laughs> yeah, they're exactly. supposed to be buying the music yeah, yeah but that's that's another
0: issue too there's mm-hmm. a lot of free music out there but yeah
1: it is and that's sad to me because the artists work really hard to put their music they out do. there and yep. me I buy everybody's music if yep. I there's an artist that I like I'll purchase the CD whether I'm working with them or not mm-hmm. you know because that's what they, how, that's how they go out and tour they gotta make money
0: yeah well through through your company Seaside Music Management you know you've you've uh, You've had a, the opportunity to meet a lot of interesting musicians. I think you know you just uh, did a really cool gig with Marcus Miller recently. And actually, some of your photos ended up in uh, a magazine. Which one is Smooth Jazz Magazine, correct?
1: Yes. Um, Marcus Miller was at Sunfest, which um, my partner did all the production for Sunfest. It was a five-day music event here in Florida, which was awesome. And um, he was part of that, so I was asked to take photos of that particular artist of Marcus Miller for Smooth Jazz Mag, and I I went and did that, so I kind of had, you know, two sides of the spectrum going there. There's nothing that we don't cover, you know, so um, I went there, and I I was fortunate enough to be able to get up there and get some pictures, meet with him. He was great, and the pictures came out great and um, that's something that i'm also going to be doing a lot more of is photography for these artists and concerts and things like that because i really enjoy that too
0: well eddie and i really appreciate everything you've done with inside music cast the knowledge you brought and the, the thoughts you share on facebook and the you know the all the great 70s stuff you put on our al- for album of the day <laughs> yeah really that's fine <laughs> you're you're definitely our 70s uh late 60s late um uh, 70s uh, album expert no doubt <laughs> oh i love it i
1: you know what i love doing it so much imc has been a part of you know since i started i don't even know with you guys three years ago maybe yeah. um i've it's been one of my favorite things to do so imc is wonderful and i'll be here as long as you guys have me here well, well thanks cool. for
0: being with us well thanks for spending time you know with us chatting about that and letting all of our uh, audience get to know you
1: okay great thank you Take all right care, thanks bye-bye. all right bye
0: bye To learn more about Inside Music Cast, please visit our website at InsideMusicCast.com or find us on Facebook. Inside Music Cast is powered by Cabello Associates, multidisciplinary strategic design consultancy based in Indianapolis. And by Earshot Audio Post, national Emmy award-winning audio post production, also based in Indianapolis. Reach a worldwide audience through Inside Music Cast by becoming a sponsor. Simply contact us by visiting our website at InsideMusicCast.com.